Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit, and we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. Today we're going to talk about parenting adult children. So um, recently we were on a family vacation, and Kevin and I were just discussing how it's interesting. You know, we kind of maybe need to start thinking about how we're parenting our girls that are adults, our sons getting ready to be an adult. And I found lots of interesting things and lots of thoughts that we're going to share with you today. But Kevin, what what are some of your thoughts about what we've been talking about the past yeah. week or so? Yeah, I mean, I think we just had a, a time where we, um, throughout the course of our marriage, I think we've tried to pause and think about like our kids and like how are we parenting them, you know? Because sometimes I did better and sometimes you did better and sometimes I was terrible and I was never were, terrible. No, you were never terrible. You were okay, <laughs> but like I got to terrible and you were great and you know. So, but I, know. I I definitely have had my moments. I mean, everybody has. Like that's <laughs> the beautiful thing about being a parent. Like we constantly tell our kids like you didn't come with like a yeah. manual. I have to say sorry all the time to our kids. Right. Um <laughs> but um so I think one of the things we talked about was that maybe when our kids are younger to that there's like distinct phases it seems like kind of you know young and then maybe junior high, high school, and now we're getting into this adult world of being parents of adult kids. And so we were just kind of talking about that there needs to be a pivot. In my mind, it seems to we, maybe we either have or we haven't, but a lot of times when we're getting kind of quote unquote in trouble is maybe as a parent, we get in trouble when we're using a different parenting style in a different time period of the kids. so Yeah, because we think like, oh, this worked for when they were 10 yep. and it's going to work when they're 21. Or, no. or or the opposite, right? Yeah. I'm going to treat you like an adult, but you're, you're in third grade. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Um, yeah. So, right. And so you kind of have to, to learn and feel out the situation to say, when is it? I don't need to be a helicopter parent the rest of my life. And I, I hope to not be. And I think that as And the new parenting is lawnmower parent. What's that? The lawnmower parent is you make everything smooth sailing so they oh. don't have any troubles whatsoever. Oh boy. And I'm sure there's a combo helicopter lawnmower parent. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hella mower or yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> but I look at that as to say, you know, we try to do that. And maybe we have the best of intentions is that we don't want to hurt our kids or to see them hurt, but it's like, look. All of us have, right? We've all hurt, and that's kind of what makes us who we are. So if yeah, we try to smooth everything out or control everything like they're, we're a puppet master, it's like, man, it just causes kinds of issues. Yeah, and the thing I think as parents, we totally forget about free agency, that our kids were meant to make the mistakes they were or learn the lessons they were. We somehow want to prevent our kids. It's okay if your kids make those mistakes. I can still love them, but my kids... I'm going to have a hard time. Oh, yeah, time. we can actually give you the lecture on, well, it's all part of the plan yeah. and the free agency. And then it comes to your kids, you're like, you know. Not my kids. Not my kids. Hell no, they're not, you know. <laughs> they're going to do exactly what I say. Yeah, so that's one of the things we kind of talked about is this kind of pivoting, I think, between when they're in elementary school age, if you will, junior high, 
high school years and then getting into the, as adults, is it to step back and to say, I've tried to step back and say, how am I doing as a parent in, in this moment with all of that? You yeah. Know? And realize we are all learning and growing and you can, you know, I always, you know, look to the internet, look for other parents, like who I think is a great parent and ask them what they do and kind of just try to feel my way through that, try different things on my kids, see how they respond and react. And and how um, about like one of the things that I think that, that we've tried to do well is that we've told them very you know, candidly is to say, I'm, I'm trying the best that I can. Yeah. And a lot of times I think that when they're, uh, we'll get into adult, you know, parenting and adult kids. But I think that, you know, during junior high and high school years, one of the things that we've tried to do is to help them start to resolve their own issues a little bit is because now it can teach them to think. And so one of the questions I've always tried to do as I'm sitting down with them is to say, one, help me understand. Like, let's say we flunked out on a test or we came in late or some broke some kind of quote unquote rule. I just say, you know, help me understand why you felt like failing the class was a good idea or help me understand how you felt like you could roll in here any time of night and never call or text or whatever. Like, just help me understand that and I really listen and I want to know. And then I think you kind of go back and say, okay, if you were me, let's roll reverse. You're the parent. What would you do? Help me understand what you would do and how you'd correct this situation. So we start to have a conversation and a dialogue. So it's not just do as I told you to. Yeah. I'm the parent. You're the kid. Yeah. <laughs> that might work when you're in second grade. You know, yeah. It's like a, a fear of the parent as opposed to you start to get into junior high and high school. You want them to learn to make decisions so when they launch from the nest, it's a successful launch. That's what we've tried to do. And again, we're not experts. We, you know, I'm sure I've screwed up kids probably for sure. But I think that's one of the things we've tried to do is to help them be a part of the whole decision process. What would you do if you were me? How would you handle this? And then it gets into the why and, you know, what we're doing, et cetera. Yeah. So um, some different things. I came up with some different ways that I think parents struggle with with their adult children because we are kind of in that stage. We have two, almost three adult children, and um, we're kind of learning you're and old. figuring that out. Holy I am God, you're old. old. I'm old. I woke up with this big gray patch <laughs> on the side of my head there. Like, who is that old guy in the mirror? But well, yeah. So yeah, we've got three kind of adulting Kids yeah. adulting, that's the term now too, Yeah, adulting. Right? And it's not, it, people are hating adulting. Adulting's hard. Yeah, but our kids say adulting <laughs> sucks is what they say. So yeah, we get it. But I think we want them, I think sometimes parents think, oh, well, we taught them everything. They should just follow our path, what we taught them. But, you know, kids, they want to do their own thing. They want to kind of learn and we need to recognize because they're going to have differences. They might have different beliefs. And what I always go back to as I say all of these things is how do I want to feel and show up as a mom to my kids? And I always want to feel connected to them, and I always want to feel love. So if I'm starting to judge them for their different beliefs or whatever, I, I may be, I, I'm like, okay, how, how would I show up in love or stay connected to my kids? And that's all the questions that I always want to ask myself. And I think Kevin for sure does too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I think that we can be so quick to judge them. And as they get older and they're adults, they're like, wait a minute, like I'm an adult. 
I don't even care if you're paying their bills for them. Yeah. They're still going to say, I'm an adult. And I catch myself like with my girls being the modest police and it's so stupid and I get so mad at myself and I'm like, okay, I want them to know they look amazing with whatever they wear and I don't need to be the modest police. So you bring up a really good point that I think that we should share right now on this subject and that is how many of us as parents – like, let's use the modesty, please. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a question, and this is unrehearsed. <laughs> Babe, did you ever wear an outfit that your mom thought was immodest? Totally. All the time I did. Thank you. All the time. And you have turned out to be a healthy human being. You're not behind bars that I know of. Like, you're not in jail. You yes. reserve time? No. no. You know, no. so, you know, you got your act together. And I look at this as to say, we fail to remember that as parents is to say, you were a kid once too. And they don't want to be the person that goes to the swimming pool and has their bathing suit down to the wrist and the ankle. And, you know, it's like, I get it. Yeah. You look at the, it's a fashionable trend. You get it. It's not going to make a horrible person. And is that the battle I really want to fight? Like as a parent, do I want to fight every battle with them on every subject? No. Probably not. No, because then you're not going to create a relationship with them. And they're not going to want to come to you when they really need help, especially if you've been just so negative and criticized, because I think it's important to share with them different things you've learned, why. But when you start bringing in criticism, they're going to tune you out in a second. Yeah. So let's go back to the modesty thing. You could say, you know what, kind of noticed your outfits, you know, showing a lot. And, you know, my my fear, my concern is someone's going to look at you the wrong way, or you're inviting the wrong kind of boy or girl into your life or, you know, whatever, just share that with them as opposed to shaming them into why they're wearing what they're doing or. And ask them, how do you feel? Like how, and if they think I feel amazing, I feel confident. Who wants to bash that? Right. Who wants to squelch? Yeah. Are you confident and feel good about yourself? Well, you look terrible. (laughs) No, we need to embrace that and be so glad that they feel amazing. And yeah, so I, I think that that's a big deal is is to say, you know, keeping that communication open, like we said, don't judge them for that. And just remember, we were all their age at one time. Yes. Right? All of us were. Yeah. And the point of life is to make mistakes. And our kids are going to make different mistakes than we did. And they're going to have to have different consequences or whatever. But that's how you learn and grow and progress. Right. And we can all say, well, this was a different time. I'm going to say, yeah, but it sure as hell rhymes. Yeah. You know, it's like, great. <laughs> like, you you have uh, music. I guarantee you listen to music. To, the music today is, like, just awful. <laughs> In your opinion, it's and awful. My, right. Yeah. I mean, I've listened to lyrics and whatever, and I'll talk to the kids about, what does this music do for you? Why do you like it? But I'm just telling you, I listen to awful music with my mom in the car, and, like, bless her heart. I mean, she let it go. But I, I think about that. So that was terrible yeah. music then. Clothes, they, we had immodest clothes back then. Uh, someone snuck off and, and drank beer or tried drugs or whatever. Like, it's the same thing. So it might not be the exact, but it sure as hell rhymes. So just yeah. remember we were all kids. You might have snuck out of your house. Your kids might sneak out of the house. It's like, remember you were a kid once too. Yeah. I think um... – you know, when they bring someone home, you know, get to know them. Like, don't just automatically, like, say, well, I don't like them. Or, you know, if there's something about them you don't like, like a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah. I think it's important. If your son or daughter likes someone, 
you should at least give them a chance instead of just say, oh, no, they're not the right look or whatever religion. They have a tattoo. Their ears are pierced. I don't know. Whatever. Multiple ear piercings. Yeah, if we're judging, if you find yourself judging, I just think really step back and say, you know what? My child, who I love, likes this person, sees something in this person. Let me see if I can see You maybe ask the question, what is it that you find, you know, interesting about Jackson or Sally? Sally. I need to come up with better names like than John and <laughs> yeah. Sally. But, just you know, use John yeah. and Sally. Those All are right. perfect. <laughs> yeah. So what else for, for adult kids would you say is we need kind of need to pivot from being well, younger to Well, I think um, another kids. thing is when they do make mistakes, when they create a mess for themselves, they get themselves in some kind of trouble. We... You know, we just don't help them and fix it for them all the time. Oh, yeah. Because it's a, a tendency to do that, right? Yeah, let me just kind of jump in there and just fix it. And It's like on that movie Tommy Boy, I remember. I love the movie Tommy Boy. Those of you that have never seen Tommy Boy, I am sorry. <laughs> you have done yourself <laughs> a disservice. We've exposed so many of our kids' friends to Tommy yeah, Boy. Yeah, true confession. <laughs> like, yeah, our kids in high school, they'd come over and they probably weren't allowed to watch that movie. It's PG for heaven's sake, but, you know, whatever, but... I feel like it's a coming of age watching Tommy Boy, but I remember, you know, Tommy, you know, he, he gets into some trouble, has some issues, and his dad always bailed him out for everything. It wasn't until his dad actually passed away that Tommy had to stand up on his own two feet and go through things and have challenges and screw things up in the sales process. And he grew up and became a man and was running the company. We We try to prevent our kids from having those experiences. Yeah, and it's, you know, it can really help them and help them grow and progress. I tell them the story about your mom because I think it's such a good story about how you called her. You spent all your oh, money. My like yep. she gave you $1,500. You spent it all. Well, hell, you're telling the story. That's good. <laughs> no, but, um, but it's true. So I, I moved out from Texas to Utah to go to school. My mom gives me $1,500 and I came out here and I blew it, man. I blew it. You know, she was giving me a little bit of money for a down payment on an apartment and first and last month's rent and have a little bit of money to stock up on some groceries and whatnot. And, and I probably blew it on going out to eat and probably dating and whatever else. And I call up my mom and said, hey, mom, I've been eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches literally for like the last three weeks straight. And at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I was. And... She was like, well, I'm not sending any more money. And I was like, mom, like you can, you know, you can financially send me more money. I know you can. And she was like, no, I'm not going to. And I got enraged and I got mad and I started yelling at her and she hung up the phone on me. <laughs> Good job, Suzanne. I know. And and I then went out and got a job and went to school and whatever. But if I kept like going off the dole of my mom, I never would have learned that lesson is to say, well, dude, budget your money better. This is what I gave you. You squandered it. Uh, grow up. And that was kind of one of my pivotal moments of my adulting career lifestyle, you know, of going out and getting a job in college. Yeah, which I think is so great. I, on the other hand, oh, I, this would be a hard one for me because I, I would, it would be really hard for me well, the, to the let the The phrase that kids. we tried to do is say, just because I can doesn't, doesn't mean, mean I should. should. That's so true. And this, you know, the reality is, is that just because you can go fix the problem doesn't mean you should. Maybe you have to help as an adult walk them through that. Realize you screwed up too. Realize you had some tough times of like getting through and didn't know if, you know, the, the gas tank was going to be filled with, you had to go paycheck to paycheck, whatever it is. So maybe you talk to the kids as to say, 
what can I do to help? I, I don't want to enable the problem. Do you want my help? Do you want me to try to fix it? Do you, what can I do and have a conversation? But just don't swoop yeah. down with a cape on and go fix it. Yeah, it's so true. It's not healthy. And I think it empowers your kids for, um, you know, our kids, they might ask for every, you know, questions. Can I do this? Can I do this? And I think, you know, you're old enough to make that decision. You don't need to ask me. And so, you know, give them the power to let them start making their own decisions and they don't need to come to their mom and dad and But ask. I'm going to tell you, here's the thing. I've seen this in other people's lives. All of a sudden they turn 18. I'm like, well, you're 18 now. You're, you're on your own. I'm like, if I haven't taught you how to make decisions along the way, like in junior high and high school, that's what I'm saying, like help them learn this decision process. Help them know that there's consequences. Help them to say, hey, if you were me, right. what would you do? And the thing is, because otherwise, yeah. if you if you jump into 18, you've never made a decision your whole life. You've just set your yeah. kid up for failure. Yeah. Well, and I totally agree with that. I, I I wouldn't do that. And I don't think we want people to do that. It's just giving them the ability to, because um, you're a parent for their whole life. Forever. Like You don't stop being a parent. It's just how you parent is going to be different, not that you're not a parent anymore. Right. What else would we say to I think, um, a, you know, raising adult kids? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of parents make their kids, like, kind of give them a guilt trip about different things, like, well, you're, you didn't come over, or you didn't call, or you didn't text. And I think that's giving your kids too much power. If you want to be a parent that talks to their kids once a week or every day, you can. You just text them, but don't expect them just to immediately text you back. They might be busy, but I think it's important to show up as the parent you want to be, but don't put expectations that may not be what your child wants. So um, you can call them. You can go visit them, but, you know, let them know. You know, make sure, get permission. Don't just assume. Yeah, you don't need to be jumped all in their life and to figure yeah. out to you know, so again, kind of going back to that, I think we've tried to do this. And again, we're not perfect, but we're trying to do these things is to say, you know, if we're worried about where they're at or we're worried about they're not checking in as adults, just to say, hey, these are my concerns. I'm worried that you're, you know, dead someplace candidly or something's happened. I haven't talked to you in three days or four days. What would you do if you were me so that I can be checked into your life, but I don't mm -hmm. have to like hover over you? For every moment, what can what can we work on together mm -hmm. that can come up with a solution I feel good about and you feel good about? So we can mm -hmm. think win-win, come up with a solution, and I don't have to be a helicopter or a lawnmower or yeah. whatever the hell, <laughs> what other piece of equipment I need to be. And the other thing I was thinking, a lot of times parents, every time they talk to their kids, so are you dating someone? Um, or if they're married, hey, when are we going to get a grandbaby? I really want to be a grandma and grandpa. I don't think that's serving you if you're asking those questions because I guarantee your child is probably going to start avoiding you, avoiding being around the family if that's the only thing you can find to talk to them about is if they're dating or when they're going to have a baby. There's right. so many, a gazillion other things you can talk to your kids about right. that you should be talking to them about, that you could be talking to them about. And don't even bring it up. I guarantee if they're pregnant, they're going to make an announcement. Yeah, they'll let you know. I mean, these days it's like this big uh, showcase of, you know, the what unveiling you're yeah. of the baby. Yeah. <laughs> and your child is going to let you know that they have a boyfriend or girlfriend. And so, you know, figure out something else to talk to them about because I think that really creates 
negative feelings a lot of times, resentment. It it's like, do you care about anything else, whether I'm having Think a baby this. or dating? Think about how many times you've had an older child that goes to a bigger family reunion and they might not want to go because they say the two questions I get asked, who am I dating? Like, you know, what are my grades in school or whatever? It's yeah. like all of a sudden you're asking all these questions that they probably don't want to answer yeah like, think of other questions do you have a job yet i mean do you great, want people yeah. like hey when are you gonna lose the last 10 pounds or you know i mean <laughs> right. we don't want it's just not the time or place to ask those questions yeah what are other questions that we probably should avoid hounding um, our kids about do you think mm, well i think it's important that you don't make them like especially once they have kids and have a family don't make them choose between you as the grandparents oh, yeah. parents or their own family. It's like, the well, yeah, we we have Sunday dinner every Sunday at six o'clock, and you know, I expect you to be here. I see or that I a lot. You, I thought you're coming over for Christmas with all of everybody. Yeah, it's like, what do you well, mean you can't have Christmas with our family? Yeah, you know? maybe they want to have their own experience as a as a family. I've I've seen that and witnessed that for sure in relationships and people. If they get candid, they're like. I really don't like the holidays sometimes because I'm I feel forced. I've got to go to grandma's, and then your grandma's, and then our house, and then my parents' house, and it's just a, a rat race. So maybe ask them what works for them. Yeah, and I think you know as our kids grow up and they're gonna change. They're not the little boy they were, and you know when they were ten, they're gonna like different things. They're gonna grow and progress. So get to know them as an adult and what they like to do that and come to them instead of you expecting them to revert back to how they were when they lived at home with you. Because chances are they're going to learn some new things, grow and change. And they might teach you something. Yeah. It's like the father of the bride when he sits down, she's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, she comes back and she's going to be in, she's engaged. And he looks at his daughter at the dining room table and she's got like pigtails and she's like five years old. Don't worry, kids grow up, they have their own beliefs and thoughts yeah, and opinions, opinions. And we need to respect those and listen to them and actually act interested in what they have to say. Because if you want to have a loving, connected relationship their entire life, you're going to need to practice these things and get good at them. Yeah, and the last thing I'd probably say, babe, we've talked about boundaries, like having healthy boundaries as a parent and with your kids. You know, whatever that is, if you... If you if it's healthy for you to have your kids pop in whenever they want to, awesome. And if they're cool that you pop in and see them wherever, awesome. Right. Otherwise, say, like, you know what? You need to call me and let me know a day ahead of time to make sure I'm available. Because I plan to be doing all sorts of things when our right. kids are out of the house. So. Yeah. Do, do you plan on, like, we're living down the street from one another? Or are we are we okay if we live counties apart or states apart? Like, whatever it is. and. To have that, you know. Yeah, little, have those conversations about, and especially like money. Yeah. Um, money is a good one to talk about. Like, you know, we're going to help you pay for this, but not this. And anyways. Yeah, so just the big thing is, is is pivoting from when they're younger to junior high, high school, and as adults to really try to have these conversations that are healthier, more meaningful, different than maybe you did before and try to get out of being lawnmowers or helicopters or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, as an adult, no one, you don't want that in your life. It's stifling. Yeah, it is stifling. So if you want to continue to have an awesome relationship with your kids, which I'm sure you do, 
then I think it's important to think about what you're doing as a parent and how to change or fix or do better or do the same. You might be doing amazing. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours. 